Blog Talk Radio. Red Sox have 59 games left. 
the Yankees are at 61. So in order for the Yankees right now to win that division, the AL East, this is what has to go down. The Red Sox, if let's just say for the sake of argument, 59 games left, they go 30 and 29 the rest of the way. And I looked at their schedule. They're going to win more than 30 games. But we're, we're talking about the Yankees eclipsing them and winning the division. So this is basically what has, has to happen. Or this is what has to happen to catch the Red Sox because the Rays have been hotter than the sun uh, recently. So it might be the Rays that the Yankees are chasing. Even though they lost to the Red Sox last night, uh, Joe Madden has his team playing extremely, extremely well. And it helps when you have you know, a ridiculous pitching staff to go along with a lineup that produces, uh, and they're producing on a consistent basis. And when you put those two things together with that Tampa Bay Rays team, uh, they're going to be tough to beat. But both teams, as I said yesterday, they're going to have some issues in the postseason without a bullpen. But anyway, I digress. Back to the Yankees and Red Sox scenario here. So if the Red Sox go 30 and 29 the rest of the way, uh, that would put them at 91 wins. The Yankees, in order to be a game better than the Red Sox, have to go 39 and 22 the rest of the way. So they have to play 17 games over 500 baseball to eclipse the Red Sox by a single solitary game and win 92. They have 61 games left. I just don't see the Yankees as constructed, and I can't rely on Derek Jeter. I can't. I'm sorry. You know, I was excited about him coming back after the All-Star break, and he got hurt. So how much can you rely on him? How much can you rely on Curtis Granderson, you know, when he gets back? David Phelps started a rehab down in Trenton last night. So he's on his way back too, but he doesn't hit. Yankees are okay with the pitching. Especially if, you know, CC starts to come around. Yankees don't need pitching. Yankees need offense. And Alfonso Soriano will help. You know, even your worst Alfonso Soriano is, is better than what the Yankees are running out there every night. I mean, he will improve the lineup. He will, regardless. I just don't see the division in the cards for the Yankees. That ship has sailed. If they got everybody back and everybody was healthy, say, you know, if Teixeira, the, the, the job that these guys have done, you know, I'm talking about Vernon Wells and Travis Hafner and Lyle Overbay. Lyle Overbay has probably been the only consistent one out of those three for the entire season. Travis Hafner got off to a ridiculous start, as did Vernon Wells. But those guys, as we've talked about before on this podcast, they did their job. They did what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to bridge that gap until the normal guys got back, until the regular guys got back. And they did that. Yankees weren't really asking these guys to be everyday players, and yet that's what they turned into be. And that's what they're showing the rest of the league that they're not anymore. With the exception of Overbay, I can't kill the guy. He's gotten some big hits for this Yankees team this year. I just I don't see this Yankee team as constructed and, and relying on these guys that are injured and coming back. I, I just can't see them playing 17 games over 500 to get to 92 wins. 
I don't see them having, you know, 67 wins like they did back in 1990, the last time they were shut out eight times in 99 games. I don't see 67 wins in the Yankees' future. They're already at 53. They're going to have more than 67 wins. Realistically, what do I think the Yankees do in their last 61 games now? Really quick, I'll I'll fire through the schedule that they have left. They have the 61 games. They have the two remaining with Texas. Then three with the Rays, two with the Dodgers out there, three with the Padres out there, three with the White Sox in the south side. They come back home for the Tigers and the Angels for seven games. Tigers for three, Angels for four. Then they're at Boston for three, home for Toronto, at Tampa, at Toronto, Baltimore for three, White Sox for three, and Boston for four. That's all at home. But, you know, this Boston series, the four games at home, golly, does that start a brutal stretch for the Yankees. Now, if they're still contending at that point, this is an 11-game stretch, starting with this Boston four-game series in September that will be make or break for the New York Yankees in 2013, the year of the injury. Because that's basically, let's let, you know, let's call it what it is. It starts Thursday, September 5th. They got the Red Sox for four, Thursday through Sunday. Then they go down to the Inner Harbor, and they've got the Orioles for four. Then they go up to Boston, and they have the Red Sox for three. That's 11 straight games against the Red Sox and Orioles. That is brutal. With a capital B. Now, you would hope that Derek Jeter is healthy and playing every day by then. You would hope that Granderson is back and he's playing every day by then. And maybe the Yankees make a couple of moves if they're still in it. Maybe they get Soriano, maybe they don't. Deadline is in a week from today. Maybe the non-waiver trade deadline or the waiver trade deadline, they bring in somebody else, a bat that could help. Not anybody big. It's not going to be anybody to knock your socks off. But hopefully they have some semblance of normalcy by the time that 11-game stretch comes up. Because if they don't, if the season wasn't over yet, it'll be over then. Then after that 11-game brutal stretch against the Red Sox and Orioles, they have the Blue Jays up there for three. Then they come home for their last nine games against the Giants, the Rays, and the Astros. So the Yankees, if they could keep their heads above water until September 5th, it's still going to be interesting. But we are 2, 5, 7, 10, 13, 16, 23, 6, 9, 32, 35. We are 38 games away from that date. 35. So they have to tread water for 35 more games. They've done it all year. They've done it with smoke and mirrors, and the smoke and mirrors being their pitching staff. Let's be honest. 
and, and I can't take away from some of the offensive stars on this team because there have been some. Brett Gardner comes to mind first and foremost. That guy has shown he's an everyday player in the major leagues. He's not a 4A player as he was talked about back in 2008. This guy's a major leaguer and deserves respect. Robinson Cano, you know, you expect what Robinson Cano is doing to happen. Had a ridiculous average in the WBC with the Dominican Republic. Led them to the wire-to-wire championship there. Didn't lose a game. And Cano is being Cano. And, 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 you know, being Cano this year is even more impressive than being Cano any other year. Because he doesn't really have too much protection in that Yankee lineup. So what Robbie's been able to do, especially this month, he and Lyle Overbay are basically tearing the cover off the ball in the month of July. Showed those numbers on BPTV last night. You know, a lot of people want to get all over Lyle Overbay when he doesn't get, you know, he went 0 for 6 against the Red Sox in that Sunday night loss when the Yankees lost 8 to 7. People want to get all over Overbay. I won't. The guy has done more than you could have ever imagined him to do in a Yankee uniform or what was expected of him. I did the numbers for him and Teixeira through 90 games. Now, listen, I'm not comparing the two. I said it last night on BP. It was a disclaimer. I wasn't comparing the two players. Furthest thing from that. The guy's batting 303 in July. Overbay. In 19 games. And through his first 90 games this season, he was batting 257 with 11 homers and 43 ribbies. Last year, Mark Teixeira was at 256, I think 16 home runs and 64 RBI, or 19 home runs and 64 RBI. Teixeira had 21 doubles through 90 games last year. Overbay, 21 doubles. Overbay is never going to give you the power, and who knows if Overbay will be on this team next year. Probably not. But... He'll never give you the power to share will give you, obviously. It's like comparing apples to oranges. My point is, Overbay has given you everything you could have asked for him to give you. And more. As far as Robinson Cano in the month of July, I'm calling that up right now. I just, you know, I talk about these numbers. I don't like to guess. I don't like to... You know, throw numbers out there that may not be right. So I'm going to get them right. And my trusty baseballreference.com double-click and get all my stats is helping me out here. Cano is in 19 games in the month of July, 358 with four homers, four doubles, and 21 runs batted in. That's RBI, by the way, not RBIs. It's not runs batted ins. Okay? RBI. Thank you. One of my pet peeves. Anyway, back to this team and what they have to do. So if they, they, they tread water for those 35 games coming up before that September 5th drop-dead date, which I think, you know, they got – 
Texas, Tampa, Dodgers, Padres, White Sox, Tigers, Angels, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Rays, Blue Jays, Orioles, White Sox. That's a pretty favorable schedule. Over that same amount of time, the Red Sox have Rays, Orioles, Mariners, Diamondbacks, Astros, Royals, Blue Jays, Yanks, Giants, Dodgers, both out there. Baltimore, White Sox, Detroit, Yanks. I I don't know. It it just it depends, you know, and that's what makes this season to me, and I know a couple other fans out there too on Twitter, I've seen it. That's what makes it to me exciting. I can't help it. It is. You know, back in 1998, I was talking to Lou DePietro yesterday from YesNetwork.com. Back in 1998, you didn't even have to watch this team. You just assumed it was a W. If you turned off that Texas game in the eighth at 4-3 Rangers, shame on you. That was a gutty, gritty comeback win by the Yankees last night. And that's an exciting team. That's a team, and you heard Joe Girardi in the BP show uh, after that game on Monday night when they got shut down by Hugh Darvish. He doesn't see any quit. He sees the effort. He sees them. He says there's two things that you can control, preparation and effort, and I'm getting both. I will not get down on this team. And if you can't root, for guys who are giving all that effort and preparing the way they should prepare, playing their hearts out, and playing to a record of six games over 500 with no lineup, then you're basically a spoiled brat. And you have no business rooting for this team. You've got to stick with these guys through the, the, the thick and thin, the good and the bad and the ugly. Most of my older fans out there, my my Twitter fans that are a little bit older, like my age and over, you don't remember the 80s? The 90s spoiled a lot of people, both young and old. If you were born in 1990, when you were six years old, you know, you got to remember all that stuff. 96, 98, 99, 2000. By the time you were... Ten years old, the Yankees had four world championships. And do you know in that brief ten-year period, a Cub fan has been waiting, or was waiting, 92 years for one? And now it's 105 years? Think about that. Put it into perspective, people. The Yankees have the right attitude. Their ownership, their front office, they want to win a championship every year. It's not possible. It's the right attitude to have, but sometimes you run into some big obstacles that you can't avoid. And the Yankees, they haven't been decimated by injuries this year. They've been, you know, you got to make up a new word. Webster's has to get on this, stat. They have scored four less runs than they've given up. They're at a negative four run differential. And they're six games over 500. If they were in the AL Central, they'd be in second place. 
two and a half games behind the Tigers. If they were in the AL West, they'd be in third place, five games behind the A's. If they were in the NL East, they'd be three back of the Braves. And if they were in the NL West, they'd be in first place. Put that into your pipe and smoke it, people. Anybody down on this team is lost. You're lost. And last night is a prime example of you being on that ABC show. That's all the time we have for today. I'll be back tomorrow with more of the Chris Sheeran Show on YesNetwork.com and Blog Talk Radio. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tonight on Yankees batting practice today at 7 o'clock.